Hello, everyone. Glad you could join us on the Real People, Real God podcast. We'll spend the next little while getting to know God a little bit better by getting into the Bible and hearing what He has to say to us and through us. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. My name is Pastor Tim Howard, and I'm here to do uh, a little study and to look into God's Word. And uh, some things have been on my heart lately, and I just want to share them with you. You know, as a pastor, I uh, hear many stories and see many things happen in people's lives. I see the potential evil um, that people are capable of. You know, God talked about this in Genesis and you know how the uh, intent of man's heart was evil and right before the flood, you know, and then he f- uh, flooded the evil out of the earth, except for Noah and his family. And we see a lot of things going on nowadays, and it's nothing new. It's just that we have more access to the evil and to those uh, negative things in our lives and in our society. We uh, see things in government, in media, in, in hearing in the news and people's lives and the things that people are doing and the uh, abominations, the atrocities, those types of things that are going on. And uh, if we're not careful, we can very easily, as believers, get caught up in that and become negative-minded and allow that influence to really change how we see ourselves and and also allow that influence to be negative upon our faith, which uh, will inevitably cause doubt and cause us to walk in another direction. And so we, we've got to consider a couple things here. In our, while we live in this society and we hear the things that we hear, we've got to wonder how, as believers, can we stay in the joy of the Lord? And with, you know, all the negativity going on around us. And so, you know, I I think about that joy and I think about how powerful that joy is. And that joy rests in the hope of Jesus Christ and the message that he came to preach and and the work that he came to do. And as believers, I think there are a lot of believers that are falling prey to the negative influence that is out there and allowing that influence to pull them down and drag them down. And, you know, and I've talked about these things before, but I think it's more critical now than ever for us to stay on top of why we are believers and the hope that we have in Jesus Christ and eternity. And so I want to make some points here during this podcast. Um, This probably won't be a a very long podcast, but I want to bring out some points. I just want to cause you to consider these points. These things have been on my mind for some time. I've included it in a couple uh, sermons, but not in great detail because it is heavy. It is a lot to take in, and it kind of goes against our, our human nature And this is our God nature that wants to come through and wants to speak through in our lives. So I I just want to share some of this with you. And first off, uh, in 1 Timothy chapter 6, I'm going to read um, probably verse 11 through verse 16. But we're going to kind of go back and just kind of pull out one verse specifically and kind of talk about that. But I want to make sure we get context So in 1 Timothy chapter 6 and starting in verse 11, the New King James Version says, But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. 
lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I urge you in the sight of God who gives life to all things and before Christ Jesus who witnessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate that you keep this commandment without spot, blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ's appearing, which he will manifest in his own time. He who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings, the Lord of hosts, who alone has immortality, dwelling in unapproachable light, by whom no man has seen or can see, to whom be honor and everlasting power. Amen. And we thank the Lord for his word. But I want to focus on, in verse 12, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. So let's just kind of break this down into very basic terms. When you committed your life to following Jesus Christ, you have faith in the fact that he is the Son of God, that he is God in the flesh, that he is the Word of God, that he came to earth, left glory, came down to earth to live as a man, and was punished for sins he did not commit because he was sinless, and died in our behalf for the sins, the punishment of sin, was buried and was resurrected to be with the Father. That is the faith that you had. That's what you had faith in when you came to know Jesus. And with that faith, we rely on the fact that in some point, we are going to be in eternity with him when these, when these bodies die. Now, it's usually not a problem for believers to accept the fact that they are indeed saved. Saved means saved from the penalty of sin, which is eternal hell, eternal death. We have faith in that. We believe that. We trust that. Why? Because the Word of God says so, John 3.16 and, and so many other verses. So if this is the case, if we by faith believe because the Bible says that we are saved, then that means all that we are in our life should be totally dependent upon God and his working it out according to his word and his promises. So we have no problem with believing in our salvation. But where I think we really fall short in many cases is the fact that when it comes to death, this physical death, the death of this body that we live in, this flesh, many believers are just gripped with fear of death. Now, the problem is, is this is a natural fear. We are created to survive. We are created to um, protect ourselves and to keep living. And it is human nature for us to fear death, because that's something that we don't want to endure. So the problem with this whole idea of fearing death is that fear is the one thing that 
faces death in a negative or uh, faces faith in a negative way. So if we are fearful of something, then we don't have complete faith in what God says about that. And this is where we are for the most part in the Christian church in America and parts of the world. This is where we are as Christians. We rejoice in our salvation. We celebrate Jesus every Sunday. We listen to his word every Sunday. But when it comes right down to death or facing our mortality, there is where many of us fall short because fear overtakes us. And so this scripture that we're seeing here in verse 12, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life to which you were called. He says, lay hold to eternal life. And what he's saying here is, you know, flee those things, pursue righteousness, you know, do good, do what God has called you to do, follow in the footsteps of of Jesus the best you can, and look towards your eternal life. You know, plant your foundation strongly in God's word and the fact that, you know, we will have eternal life with him. And we need to lay hold of that. To lay hold of that means to to grip it, to to not let go of it, to hold tight to it. And I think in theory, we think as believers, eternal life, that's a great thing. And that's all well and good until we have to face our own mortality or we see something happen in our world, in our society, some huge tragedy or uh, a virus or a sickness or whatever the case may be. And we think, oh my gosh, you know, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. And like I said, part of that is, is a natural response. But you have to understand, as a believer, you live by faith. You walk by faith faith. In other words, we trust in the word of God. And trusting that means that when he tells us to lay hold of eternal life, when he tells us to trust in him, that he's going to take care of us, we have to believe that. So it comes down to this. You trust Jesus with your salvation. That's your faith being expressed. You trust Jesus with your salvation. But let me ask you this, and this is something you have to think deeply in for yourself. You trust him with your salvation. Do you trust him with your physical death? In other words, do you believe that when this body dies, whether it be in the next five seconds or in the next 50 years, do you know without a doubt that you're going to be with him and that it's going to be better than anything here this earth has to offer? Because the reason I say this I believe the enemy, I believe Satan, has weapons against us that we are allowing him to use as believers simply because we fear death. Many Christians don't even want to talk about it. Many preachers don't even preach about it, or Bible teachers don't even teach about it, because we're so focused on the now, which is important. But at the same time, we've got to come to this understanding that I, 
the Lord has got this. Whatever happens to me, I'm going to be wise and I'm going to do the best, to make the best choices I can, you know, to, according to my convictions. But at the same time, everybody is going to face this death. And we just keep shoving it away, shoving it away, shoving it away until it happens. And when we shove it away, we actually can fear it. And when we fear it, Satan has a grip on our lives. So for us to realize and to embrace, as the scripture says, lay hold on eternal life. Now that doesn't mean you're praying to die. What it means is, is you're trusting God that while you're on this earth, he has got a plan for you and he's got things for you to do. And when you're done here, whenever that might be and however that might happen, that you're going to continue your life for eternity with him. That is what our whole faith is based on. It's not just the lovey-dovey part of Christ. It's actually eternal life. And so many people are so um, consumed by the now that, you know, Jesus makes me feel better, and which he does. That's all part of it. But don't cancel out eternal life because the fact that you're going to live eternally with Jesus has a bearing on what you do and how you do it today. Because your faith, you know, think about it this way. Satan has power. He has a weapon against us, and that is fear. And we may not fear many things, but often it's death that we fear. And so Satan's goal is to kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to do that to all of us. And that's the ultimate. You know, he wants to invoke fear. He's a terrorist. He wants to invoke fear on your life so he can control you by that fear. Um, and so we as believers need to disarm him by realizing and, and recognizing that we are going to live eternally. So there's no one on this earth to fear. There's nothing on this earth to fear. You do, you, you make your best choices, the best you know how, as wise as you can. But ultimately, there's nothing to fear. Because if you go through life fearing every single thing that comes your way because you're afraid to face death, then Satan has a hold over you. And I think this is one of the reasons the church at large has not displayed the power of the early church way back in history, is because we're good with many things, but we fall short when it comes to trusting the Lord with our death, with this physical death, which means eternal life. And so therefore, we have allowed the enemy to have this um, weapon against us. So, for example, if we get sick for some reason and we are we become scared, then our, our faith takes a hit and we begin to doubt. And, and so, therefore, we can't have the faith to for God to do what he wants to do in our lives. It's because we live in this fear. Satan holds this fear of death over us as believers. We need to walk into every situation like we are holding fast. We are holding on with all we have to this eternal life and this hope in Jesus Christ. That's what it's all about. You didn't sign on with Jesus just to make sure that while you're on the earth, everything's going to be okay. That's only a small, minute part of this. The whole big picture is eternity, which has no end. Look, you have to look at it this way, that we live in time and we measure everything by time, by hours, minutes, days, years, so on. 
But God is outside of time. He's not subjected to time. He does not see things in the sequence that we do. He sees the whole picture at once. And so looking, thinking of it that way, we are, we are in eternity with him. We are already living with him. We are already doing these things. And so for us to actually try to bring God into our time frame and make him see us the way we are from minute to minute and day to day is not a kingdom thing. To be in the kingdom of God means you trust God with his power, his infinite power uh, to do what he sees fit to do. And so I just want to encourage every believer that might listen to this that it's okay. We have to be okay with this physical death. We have to be okay with it because that's what our faith rests on. We can't just rest it on the fact that we're saved and and just in case we die, we're going to heaven. No, you're going to die. Your body is going to die one of these days, somehow, some way. But your spirit, your soul will live forever in eternity if you're living for Jesus. And I just want you to disarm the enemy in your life. I want you to uh, not allow him to hold this fear over you. I remember, and I could tell you many stories. I remember, well, think about this. Think of the Y2K. How many people were were so afraid that in the year 2000, the clocks were not going to register on the computers because of the, the they were not programmed to go into the 2000s, that all the world would shut down and all the automation and computers and cars and so on. So many people were petrified. Of course, we know that didn't happen. And then there's financial, the stock markets, and those people that have prophesied that the financial market would would fall apart, and those people that have said things that the Lord's coming on this date, and just all that kind of stuff that really didn't didn't come to fruition. But think about that. There were so many believers that came to me petrified and in fear, and a couple of them in tears because they did not know what to do and they were they feared for their lives and i just kind of scratched my head and and i know and i'm not i'm not saying they're at fault i'm just saying as the church we need to get where we where we need where we're supposed to be in our understanding of scripture we need to get to where we're supposed to be and where our faith resides and that is in this word and not just the pieces that say he's going to heal you or make you feel better it's the pieces that talk about eternal life we have to be okay with that we have to i'm not saying wanting to die i'm saying wanting to live and wanting to die when god says it's time and not being afraid of that. Because I tell you, when you are no longer afraid of death, you have disarmed the enemy. And there's things that he will not bring against you or cannot bring against you on this earth because you have disarmed him. He no longer has that weapon of fear over you. We can be afraid of a lot of things. We can be afraid of people. We can be afraid of crowds. We can be, you know, the list goes on and on. There's all kinds of phobias and different things out there. But ultimately, we have to get over this fear of dying. We have to get over this fear of the unknown. Look, we live by faith as believers. There's a lot of unknowns that we have. But one things there's a couple things we do know, and that is that the Word of God is true. And what He says, we believe. If we're Christians, that's where we are. And so He says, lay hold, fight the good fight, fight Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of eternal life on which you were called. So that's where we need to be.
So believer, I want to encourage you today to lay hold of eternal life. You've got a mission here on earth. You've got a purpose here to do. You may not feel like it sometimes. You may see the negativity in the world and you're like, there is no way I'm going to be able to do this. Lay hold on that eternal life. Realize that this is just one little stop in your, your existence in eternity with the Lord. So have faith, have courage that God has got this in a way that you've never imagined. He's got this. Your eternal life is going to be far better than, than this portion of your life now. But do the work he's called you to do and do it with faith. Do it with strength and do it with joy. Do not let this world overcome you in fear. I know people are, I see posts all the time about, you know, how this is happening and and that's happening in our world. And yeah, those are true things, but it's almost like they're fearful of it. And I just want to encourage you, be wise. We have to be wise. We have to see what's going on around us. But at the same time, remember, there are many more people to bring in the kingdom of God. And we need to do that. And we cannot do that if we're fearful. We cannot do signs, miracles, and wonders if we're scared and, and fearful of death or, or whatever might come our way. We need to, to get rid of that and hold fast to the truth of the Word of God. Well, that's all I have. I just want to thank you for joining me on the podcast. It's been fun. And I know this is a shorter one, but it's just something God laid on my heart. And I just wanted to get it out there as soon as I could. So um, just uh, uh, think about that. Think hard about that and pray about that. And ask the Lord to help you to live like there is an eternity, not just like you're only here on, on this earth for a few for a little bit of time and you're done. Oh, folks, this is just merely the beginning. It's not even a drop in the bucket. So live in that faith. Live in that strength. So thank you for joining me, and God bless. We're so glad you could join us for this episode of the Real People, Real God podcast. You can support this podcast by visiting www.valleyviewchapel.net and click on the donate button. Music was by Kevin McLeod. And my name is Tim Howard. Until next time, may the Spirit of God continue to teach you His ways.